All right, and you make a call to Neil Bonnet, and uh, this is what nineteen eighty. Yeah, it'll be eighty early eighties. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, um, eighty one. Yeah, I think you know, so. Right in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I give him a call, and he said, "Come on up." So, so uh, we packed up from Florida, moved up here, and uh, you have any children then? Uh, no. Okay. No, it was just Kate and myself. And, okay. And uh, I get up here, and I'm uh, eleven months into having a cast on for a year. Yeah. So I'm helping Neil still in a cast and, and able to. You know, so there again, I said I was blessed to even be able to do that. But uh, we get back up here and help Neil with this crazy-looking Mustang. Mm -hmm. You know, up here, we weren't into all that shovel-nose stuff. And uh, so we ended up building a, a crazy-looking Mustang. Uh, did real well. Yeah, well, who else helping you on this car? Who's providing uh, really, me and Neil. And who's providing uh, the motors and stuff? Um, we got those from uh, the Woods Brothers. Okay, yeah. All right. So we had rocket motors. Okay. And, uh, but we go to run, I think we run at Bristol once. We run several tracks and uh, did pretty well with the car. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I ended up uh, doing that with Neil and uh, kind of helped me get back up on my feet. Yeah. And uh, I didn't really have a place to live. We just got an apartment and, uh, uh, you know, that's um, moving on from there. We, um, I remember your shop in Bessemer. What year does that take place when you when you start that shop? There? Uh, that was uh, right about this time after yeah. Neil's thing. Yeah, I got back in and uh, starting to build a few cars for people, and and uh, I just started. My brothers actually came up to help me from Florida. Are you uh, building short track stuff or Arca uh, stuff? Mainly or? Arca stuff. Okay. And so you're taking all the knowledge from Robert G. and all these people that you've, oh, yeah. you've learned and. Because you you uh, in that time, you're are you are you selling these cars or just working on cars? I know Red ends up driving for you. Tell me how all that takes yeah, place. Yeah, well, they uh, uh, we're we're getting Davy started. Okay, and uh, uh, Bobby, uh, uh, I was working with a guy named uh, Jerry Corvin. He okay. he uh, had everybody in in Alabama working on the car, and he couldn't make him happy and. I don't know why I did. I was about throwing hammers at the guy at one time. Yeah. We uh, ended up linking up. And we built a car uh, that uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Brown uh, supplied motors. He actually helped Bobby with some motors back in the day. He would buy stuff from Wydell and all them, okay. old cup stuff, mm -hmm. and put it together. He was from Mississippi uh, over at Aberdeen and uh, did a really good job. So um, Davey was kind of coming up. And Bobby ended up getting the Buick that Davey was running, and uh, so is that a car? Do you that car comes to you at that point, or is it over? Or, no, that that's Bobby's car. But okay, Corvin had uh, the the car that we ran with Davey. Okay, um, and uh, okay, we started out. Uh, uh, it was a Buick LeSabre. He had, he had updated it. Davey was still running the uh, uh, you know the older model Buick Regal. Okay, thing, and did really good with it, but. Uh, the deal was, uh, I guess, I didn't know, I was just doing our thing, um, kind of get Davey going with red driving. Okay. So I think one year, we Davey didn't win, we won, mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, you know, did really well there. And, and Jerry had a construction business at Corbin Michael uh, Paving and ended up um, just kind of having to get rid of the cars. He had to focus more on that. Mm -hmm. So I ended up buying the cars okay. from him. 
So our deal was still going with Bobby and, and Red. And uh, So how's Bobby tied into this deal with, I mean, explain that to you. Uh, he would kind of help us with motors and parts oh, if we okay. needed it, that okay. kind of thing. Okay, yeah. So And I'd buy, you know, if I had money, it was just a, a ragtag thing because, I mean, it even at that time, it was getting hard to keep up with ARCA. And, right. You know, if you didn't have big sponsors. And it did real well. And, yeah, no I, doubt. I had a good good time with that. So you're you're, you're at the uh, Bessemer shop, and you, Dave, is David drive your car some? No, Davey okay. actually drove Bobby's car. Okay, and uh, uh, that was one of the old Stravola Buicks. Yeah, and it was it was it was a pretty nice piece. So um, you know we were running V6s back and forth, and okay. and, and Buick, uh, you know, in Arca you could do uh, quite a bit of stuff. Uh, Bobby uh, let us use a Buick V8 one time. Okay. In Red's car, and I think we run second, something like that. So uh, Clifford was kind of helping Davey and, uh, uh, at the time, and, um, you know, Clifford was just kind of getting started. Right, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it was uh, uh, did, did pretty good. So, How many races did you and Red win together? I noticed several. Uh, I think we won a couple maybe. Yeah. But run second, third, and – yeah. Uh, 13th once. I, I don't, I can't even. Yeah, Jim that. McGill is a sponsor at one point. Yeah. 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 Jim helped us a little bit and just really never could link up with, uh, you know, the finances to get going. And, and, uh, so we, uh, you know, Red ended up going back working on his dirt program and I went on and, and started renting. I had nothing else to do. So I was renting out the cars. Right. Yeah. You know, try to get rid of it. Dave Mater come along and drove one. I had Gary Bettenhauser. You know why he would come on to drive one? I don't know. Yeah, but, I understand. But he a great guy. Yeah, I mean, just there again, learned a lot from an indie guy. Yeah, that's so, right. Uh, yeah, but um, you know, we did pretty good with Dave, and uh, I had that particular car sold, and uh, the buyer was in the pits, and I said, "Man, I tell you what, I'll give you the thing, forty grand, just commit right now." And mm-hmm. you know, uh, Dave's coming on up through the field, but Dave. Uh, he said, well, let's wait a couple more laps. So Dave comes off a of four, getting ready right down the front stretch. You know, back then the track was back at it, the way it is now at Atlanta. Yeah. He's coming along, and, man, the motor just boom, oh. blows, and Dave backs it in the wall, and, you know, just slightly. All that was pretty good, and he's sliding around, and another guy hits him, knocks him back into the wall. He's on flames down in between three and four, and I'm looking for my buyer, and he's gone. <laughs> he's, so, he's left the premises. <laughs> gone. So, you know, that was just kind of what was what happened uh, uh, on several occasions. So what were, we, what were you doing in the meantime there with that? You, What was your aspirations? You, you thought you may get a hookup with an orchestra, I mean, a cup, somebody helping you, maybe Bobby in a higher level or – yeah, I was kind of building a little bit of everything. Just doing yeah. drag cars. We had a thing, White Brothers Racing, and yeah. for quite a while, and uh, building a- anything, you know, just customer work. Right, yeah. I did a little bit with Bobby Ray Jones back in the day, and uh, a guy from uh, owns the steel drag strip. He bought an ARCA car. can't remember his name. Did, you know, some customer stuff. Yeah. People didn't want to go to Charlotte. I was kind of jigged up with the Laughlin cars. And, okay. Yeah. You know, do pretty good with that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that went along pretty good. And, uh, you know, just, um, you know, brothers left, went back down to Florida. So I kept it going for a while. Right. And, uh, 
you know, just moved on to to uh, somehow getting in the handicap business. Yeah. How does that take place? Yep. Well, we, uh, yeah, Bobby got hurt, and, you know, that whole situation over there was, was kind of getting rough. And uh, so, um, and Clifford was coming up trying to, trying to race. And, and, uh, you know, after a while, you know, Bobby was doing better. I made a deal with Bobby to build Clifford his first kind of, you know, other than a little street stock car. Uh So I built a late model for him and, uh, we were going to swap out for actually that car Davey and Bobby owned that Buick Regal. Yeah. So I just swapped him out for that and built uh, Clifford a car. Clifford went out and run pretty good a couple of races, and, and and Ray Dillon was back in the picture over there and kind of giving Bobby cars and yeah. and give Clifford a car. So Clifford drug that car up, threw it up on the hill, which was, was kind of the graveyard. So, yeah. So uh, anyway, run the Dillon car and – and uh, somehow uh, Donnie Allison's uh, uh, son, Ronald, come and said, hey, said, uh, Bobby's gave me that old car up there. Will you help me out with it? Mm-hmm. So I said, sure. So I went over and helped him get all the springs and everything, put it all back together. And I think he goes out to BIR and wins four or five features. Never really. He's run some other little short tracks. Though. Sure. Yeah. He goes out there and wins I don't know how many races. And um uh, then just pongs the car and and uh, he calls and said, "Well, will you fix it up?" And I said, "Sure, I'll I'll give me a '68 Seville snout. I'll put it back together and and uh, you know a couple hundred bucks just to help you out." So uh, anyway, I'll never see the car again. And then a couple of weeks later, I had to go over and borrow something from Clifford. I go over and the car is on the trailer and new front end on it and everything. And I look at it and he goes, "George, don't be mad at me." He said, Daddy told me we carry it up to Robert Hampke and let him do it. Yeah. So, anyway, car never run. I don't guess. Right. I talked yeah. to Ronald. He said it wasn't what it was. Right. Yeah. So not that Robert's not great. Robert was a great fabricator and good race car builder. Sure. But, you know, all of us had our own little different, you know, stake that we'd put on our cars. And sure. Had a different deal. You had a great career. Is there anywhere you wish you'd have stayed longer? Oh, I definitely uh, – would have, you know, um, Bobby Allison's thing, I, I would have stayed there. Uh, there was a couple little factors. The, you know, I, I didn't really want to take a pay cut. And at that time, I just kind of got, you know, closer to the Lord. And Miller Beer was the sponsor. Right, yeah. And in a little bit of a way that kind of said, no, it might not be a good place to be around. So, right, yeah. Uh, it was uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. But, I mean, go, looking back. Now, um, you know, maturing a little bit. Um, I mean, you you can still walk your walk That's and right. and you know work with different kind of things, but yeah, it's for me it's it's hard not to get involved in stuff if you get too close. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you had a great career, and, and again, your chance to come to Alabama and get to work with Bobby and and stuff that that had to be a the highlight of your racing career. And oh yeah, and. Uh, you you were really onto something. It's 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 tragic in some ways that the Hans device deal didn't get developed. And you were you were sharing with me earlier when when Neil was getting ready to go back to Daytona with you and her, your relationship with him. You went and talked to Neil about mm-hmm. the head restraint system. Yeah, I went. Uh, I just woke up at that time. I I think uh, 
I'd closed down the shop, the big shop, and had gone to work at uh, Norfolk Southern Rail. I was kind of getting a day job. Yeah. And uh, I was working one night. I just, I didn't even know Neil was going back racing at all. Okay. So something just woke me up. And then I I, I call uh, somebody at Bobby's or something. And, oh, yeah, Neil's going to go back racing. Mm-hmm. So I just was in a, just a terrible sweat that night. So I got off of work and I called uh, Neil and I said, Neil, can I meet with you? I need to talk to you a few minutes. He said, sure, meet me up at Kristen's. Kristen at that time had a collectible store yeah. down uh, by the hot dog place. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I went down there with a head restraint and I said, Neil, let's, man, just something says, you know, let me, let me get you in this thing. Mm-hmm. I'd already had Neil and Bobby in them and right. I had kind of liked the idea, but there again, until, uh, you know, uh, Dale, God rest his soul, uh, uh, that changed racing. Sure. I mean, that's kind of like the, the. Well, I think for me, you know, you see all the accidents and stuff, and maybe at the time, there, there, you know, there's a lot of people getting hurt in the ARCA cars and stuff, mm-hmm. and, you, you, and you credited, or I did in my mind, credited a lot of it to not having enough experience. Or something right. like that, you know. Right. And you take somebody like Neil or Dale or somebody like that that's got all this experience. You just don't think, for instance, when when you take a guy at a super speedway and he and he starts to lose a car, most of them turn the steering wheel to the left and let the car spin out, and, and it's mm-hmm. not that guy that grabs a hold of the steering wheel and turns it back to the right and mm-hmm. drives it into the fence because right. you know. So you don't think that's going to happen to them, but like yeah. you said, when that happened to Earnhardt, it was, it was the guy. You know what I'm saying? It was the, the the, the most experienced, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, all the stuff that you think could control that situation. You realize it, he can't control it either. You know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a terrible tragedy there. Yeah, it. it uh, you know, a lot of people uh, had the same injuries, uh, um, and it's just. Um, there again, uh, by going through the, all the NASCAR stuff that I got, letters and everything from them, they had more of a legal issue. Right. Now, when Dale, you know, Dale passed away, that changed. Yeah. So they actually started their own R&D place. Right. You know, you could go get a lot of R&D stuff done, but it was very, very expensive sure. going to university. So that really was a turning point in safety. Uh, right. Everybody knew they had a situation, but, uh, you know, what was the answer? That's right. So, Nobody knew. But being around it, it was it was good, too. I got involved with the test. Uh, NASCAR invited five of us up there, the Hans guy, me, several more. And uh, um, I more or less approached it, not so much engineering, but just a practical. You'd say um, practical engineering standpoint. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm just figuring you need to keep the head on the bot on the body, and seat belts uh, is really great, but your head and helmet is still going to go. Right. So that's why you know the seats have developed a lot better, especially for side impacts. Mm-hmm. You know, like happened to Butch and right. Butch Lindley. Several several drivers have had terrible issues just with side impacts. Right. Uh, Irvin. Uh, yeah. Eighty five G hit sideways. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's tremendous. Uh, all this safety stuff is great, but when something's running 200 miles an hour, uh, it, it's 
it's uh, a lot of mass running real fast. Kind of like the GM guy told you about your heart. You hit that wall that <laughs> yeah. fast with your heart. Yeah. You know, it's just. Yeah. You didn't, the blood can't move. So yeah. something's going to give. Yeah. You know, cerebral hemorrhage or yeah. whatever. But yeah, it's, uh, but, you know, working with all the guys, it's, uh, uh, was good. Uh, the seats kind of now, I had a little piece of that. Uh, with Davey, I developed what I called the body seat. And unfortunately, I got involved in a case against NASCAR that, um, I I wouldn't, didn't want to get involved with. This is after the fact. I got drug into it. And uh, so my getting with NASCAR on any safety stuff was probably not going to happen. Sure, yeah. So uh, I got with Brian Butler mm-hmm. and carried up a seat that I designed for Davey. Um, that was actually a body seat, I called it. And then it's kind of what the seats are now. Right, yeah. You know, our little head flaps were, mine was a little smaller, but I did have them on both sides. And. You know, people don't realize in, in the belts how much you elongate mm-hmm. or your body elongates with the, you know, the webbing just stretches. Mm-hmm. And it's good because that slows down the impact. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're, you, you know, you're, but there again, your brain's running 200 miles an hour. Yeah. And if that stops, all the fluid goes through the front, you mm-hmm. know, uh, if considering your head's still on your body. Right. Basal head fractures, basically, it comes loose at the back. Right. Yeah. And, um. So I mean, we've I've learned a lot, right? And everybody's learned a lot. There's a really good thing I saw the other day uh, that's got Dale's the whole story. It was on uh, thirty thirty or something. ESPN. What a story! Wow, I haven't it seen shows it. the whole thing. I, I I didn't realize it, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, no regrets. Uh, maybe we got the ball kind of rolling back then, and yes, definitely. Know, good, I think that I think blessed. I think you need to keep that in perspective because I think you yeah. actually did do yeah. that, you know, and. Uh, it didn't know how to handle it or deal with it at that point, mm-hmm. but it still it had the it had the thought process was in the yeah. air, you know. And yeah. uh, well, good. I want to thank you for coming today. I appreciate I, your time. I enjoy it, and uh, and I want to, you know, um, just you know, tell everybody out there if you got a young guy, just try to try to help and try to mentor him, and and uh, take a little time. I know we're all busy, but uh, you know the. The, the Lord's got us uh, a path we got to go down. Yeah, well, G- George and I, during a break a while ago, were speaking of mentoring a younger person and or somebody that's in your life now that has a tr- trouble or d- something doesn't go right or whatever. Make sure you dig into the issue or the problem that's going mm-hmm. on and try to get to the root of that right. so you right. so you can understand why they did what they did. or And, and, and you can... We can make some big changes, and it's one, it's one person at a time. It's not, it's not, you can't change the world, but you've got somebody in your life that needs you to dig into that person and, and just, uh, realize that there may be more that you can do and more, more to listen to and, and maybe give them the right advice and instructions. That's right. That's right. Well, good. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it too. We'll come back and, uh, we'll see you guys and we'll have this released, uh, uh, in the near, near future. And again, uh, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Rings, Gears, and Opinions. Make sure you like and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And follow us on YouTube to see the video version of this podcast. We'll have a new show out for you next Tuesday. We hope to see you there.